1: on today's episode of down the wire nba is dominating a lot of news there was some wacky trades some trade rumors that might go down we have a little bit of a baseball sprinkle in there as well too and holy shit the nba draft is on thursday it all happens today on down the wire
2: every time we do it y'all we do it with fire
1: Episode number 124, Down the Wire, where we talk professional sports in unprofessional ways. My name is Tom, here with my brother Dave. Jello. And we totally were sleeping on NBA news, just did not even know. I was totally sleeping. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I'm a new man, I am a shaved man, you don't see that, but... I'm rocking Th- that, a- is some,
2: that is some out of context uh, line of, you know, statements right there. Uh, She's like,
1: I'm a new man. I am a shaved man. And you're like, what? I think shaved people still go to the face first. No? If you said you are
2: a shaved man, I would not have initially thought of shaved face.
1: I think that if you say I'm a shaved man... I guess I should have said a clean-shaven man. Then people would m- go to the face. Yes. Yeah, but I'm not clean-shaven. I kept the stash. Got, we're rocking stashes tomorrow at the game, so uh, my fat face is now everywhere, and my chin or my second chin or whatever chin that we're talking about is now exposed. I uh, didn't think I would get to this look really ever in my life, but I am rocking a mustache right now, and I think it's, like, not terrible. I mean I was expecting it to look worse to be honest so I'm okay with it. Uh, it it's like um, it's it's like you wanted to be Tom Selleck. Well, I said it looks like I just could sell the meanest hot dogs in New York on the side of the road.
2: Mm, no I think you would
1: have gotten me more if you had stubble. With that Okay. How about like some mean Italian beef or something? Because that's what I'm getting. I'm getting Italian looks, is what I've heard. Okay.
2: Like, like pasquale the the weird Italian
1: chef mascot from Chuck E. Cheese. I think I can get a little Raleigh going too. I really do. I'm I'm gonna try it tomorrow. If it looks awful, I'm just gonna keep this. So I'm pretty. He's sure... talking
2: about a handlebar, folks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I of, he wants to get some, some twiz. I think uh, I can. In there. I think I can get some little cute ones at least. So if they look a little too small, then I'm not going to do it. But I, I left a little bit of extra room here in case I was going to try it. So this, this all,
2: this entire conversation and the way that you have phrased it could be you just talking about your testicles. Uh, You're trying to get a little cute one. You left some room for it. And you you've never said like your face or your mustache. You just said
1: for it. Well, I have a mustache on my balls too. I did I did shave that as well the same way. So Yay. Just yeah. like everyone else at the game is yeah, going. Exactly, exactly. That's actually more uh, easy for me. I can do that. That that's not a problem then. Um let's stop talking about my balls. Okay, that's great. Um Dave. What the fuck's been up? We're obviously still remote here. I feel like I haven't seen you in ten years. Did you have a good Father's Day with your child? I did stuff. Nice, nice. That's
2: yeah, cool. I don't know. It wasn't much. I tended to my birds. That's all I did. Your I birds? Was yeah. Who's your birds? I'm a, big, I'm a big birds guy. Now I throw out bird seed, and uh, I have multiple bird feeders. Fancy bird feeders, so mind uh, you.
1: I, I think your house is a little different, but like take our mother's house where our neighbors are very next to each other. You know, you each got a yard, but there's a fence. I think bird feeders are one of the biggest asshole moves you can do in a neighborhood. I mean again, my my house is nowhere
2: well, I should say my feeders are nowhere near the neighbor's house
1: because they just shit it out then they just shit all next to everyone's stuff and i'm i think your house is different where you got a nice corner you got a lot to the street and then behind you it's really just a complex so there's not really anything to worry about but if you're in like a neighborhood next to each other i think bird feeders are ultimate like fuck you move to your neighbor's
2: ultimate fuck you move though no, no 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 again mine's in the middle of the yard and i think even if you did it on a smaller yard because mine is gigantic yeah
1: yeah you know so if you yard. did
2: if you did it in the middle of the yard then it's not so bad but if you're like doing it right next to the um Thanks. like the
1: territory line okay maybe maybe like take it for the houses over on the north end of cut Like, you know, by Lincoln and stuff. They're a lot closer. I think. You want to know what's the ultimate fuck you move? Hmm. The real ultimate
2: fuck you move is having a willow tree. Ooh, That's the ultimate fuck you move. Sure. Especially if it's on the border. So that way all the fucking leaves fall into your yard. That's a fuck you move.
1: I agree. I agree. You don't have a, like, you don't have a fence that, Cuts off your other neighbor in the back part, right? Like you could technically go around and into the other yard, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's all one giant thing, like whatever, cool. But I don't know. I just like, that was a late realization in my life where I'm like, you know, bird feeders kind of a bitch move. Kind of not really cool if you're in a neighborhood. So, yeah, that's my hot take on bird feeders. Uh, Speaking of bird feeders and feeder systems, the NBA draft is tomorrow. Wow. You like that segue there? No. In fact, yeah. I hated it. Um, I totally did not realize the draft was immediately Tomorrow? after the finals. I, I didn't realize it was just this close in general. I thought we had like a month still. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm shocked.
2: I, uh, I definitely thought we had a little bit more time because, you know, they just won last week, right? Wasn't that, wasn't that last week? Yeah, we were talking about it last week. Last week was the championship week. Christ
1: almighty, dude. So we jump right into it. Give me a break. Uh, Before we go into that, though, some trades went down, and there is bum-ass Chris Paul getting moved on. He was involved in a trade for one Bradley Beal, which seemed like in the moment, a total fleecing on the Phoenix Suns part of things that they got Bradley Beal for pretty much nothing. The Chris Paul contract is terrible. I know the Bradley Beal contract isn't great, but I think he immediately becomes the number three option on that team, right? I mean, no one he's not above Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. I don't think that's an argument right now. So to give up Chris Paul, who is not going to score as many points as Bradley Beal, maybe dishes it out a little bit better. Uh, It's only one ball there in Phoenix, so it could be a problem. But to give up Chris Paul, who was just taking up space on your team anyway and really wasn't going to be much, I think that the Phoenix Suns made an all-time move for their organization now to get Bradley Beal to come to Phoenix. Uh, Sure. I, I don't know. I don't. So going over the
2: deal itself, the Wizards got Chris Paul, they also got uh Landry Shamet and then a bunch of second round picks and pick swaps. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what that means. Oh, and then the Suns got Bradley Beal and uh Jordan Goodwin and Isaiah Todd. So, you know, I would assume those are just people to match the contracts. Um do you feel like this is a win for the Wizards in any way, shape, or form?
1: No, no. In fact, second-round picks are so invaluable in the NBA that it always surprises me when you can get quality players for a shit ton of second-round picks. Because realistically, when you're looking at second-round picks, let's take some of the best ones over the years. Um, Malcolm Jokic. Brock. Well, obviously, Jokic. Malcolm Brogdon, Chris Middleton. Who am I missing?
2: Jokic.
1: I said and Jokic. That's
2: it. Uh well, look, Jokic is Jokic is the reason why this thing is happening though. I mean, it really is. Someone wants a shot
1: at Jokic? Like they think they can do it now? I think so, right? Yeah. Don't you feel like that is the big
2: the big reason for this whole deal is because you've got a multiple MVP winner and a finals MVP winner and you know obviously champion who was a second round pick.
1: I I know, but
2: it just never fucking happens. I mean, I get that, but look, what happens in In all sports, it's a copycat league, right? Yeah. And this is their way of doing that, man.
1: It's just that before Jokic, the high... Let's just get this straight. I don't think you're ever going to find another situation like Jokic ever. Ever. Because until Jokic, the latest drafted MVP was drafted 15th overall. Steve Nash, Giannis. That was it. And... Maybe Giannis was picked even a little higher than he could have. He could have fell a little bit. He wasn't going to go to the second round. Um, Steve Nash, same thing. He wasn't going to go to the second round. Then looking at other quality players you get later on, you know, Rudy Gobert, is he still good anymore? He was like a late first rounder. Tony Parker. um, I think uh, Jordan Poole was a late first round guy. Like. You know, there's just, you you get really solid NBA players, good NBA players, all-stars, but you're not going to find another MVP in the second round ever. It's the first time in the history of the NBA we've ever seen anything like this. And it flat out cannot be recreated, I think. And if it will be, it's going to take another 75 years before it fucking happens. So the scouts are too good. We, you know, our boy, Mike Vandegaard, he would probably tell you the same thing. Where he's like, they're not gonna get this again. It's not if you're trying to recreate another Jokic situation. Second round picks, they're not valuable. They they are not. It is so much of a crapshoot. It's as much of a crapshoot after a top fifteen pick, honestly, in the NBA. So to take as many of the second rounders as you can until the roster size gets bigger, because you can only put what thirteen on the on the game staff or game day roster it just doesn't make any sense to me to have so many valuable, so many second round picks and call it value.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. I I feel like, I feel like the, there is more talent in the NBA than ever. Mm -hmm. And we are seeing more and more and more stars come out of later picks. And I understand that it's still not a lot, but in the eyes of one team, such as the Washington Wizards, they had to get out from Bradley Beal's contract. He just wasn't going to be the guy. No. Right? And he's not even going to be the second guy in, in Phoenix.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I, I, I see this, by the way, I see this failing miserably for Phoenix. Really? Uh, yeah. I, Bradley Beal is good. I don't think Bradley Beal is going to be a move that transcends the Phoenix
1: Suns. I I also see this in a way. I agree with you. I agree with you in this in a way because for some reason when a super team gets formed very rarely is it year one. It works at at, at least right. I mean, the Heatles didn't work year one. When Kevin Durant joined the Warriors, yeah, they were there right away. They won it, but I think that was a special circumstance when the team was literally already a championship-caliber team, and then he was able to join it. And then when you go to, like, Boston, it took him a couple years, and then they only did it once. So forming the super team on paper definitely never is a guarantee. And with this one... I find it hard for those three to work well together because there is no prime Chris Paul type player on that team to facilitate all of it. Bradley Beal, very dominant ball-dominant guy. Devin Booker, very ball-dominant guy. Kevin Durant, very ball-dominant guy. And they're going to lose DeAndre Ayton, it sounds like. He's gone somewhere else. I don't know where, but sure sounds like he's out. I know that this team kind of disappointed last year and we all called that kind of blowing up in their face at the end of it. So adding a Bradley Beal who might, you know, at this point I kind of think is a little bit of an overrated player. You know, I just would like to see him do something on a good team and then call him good because he's been on these shitty wizards teams where he's been the only guy there. And now it seems like the wizards are blowing up even more house with rumors of Christops on the move too. So yeah, they can get some more second round picks and pick
2: swaps for them or some shit like that.
1: It's it's definitely a tough time to be a Wizards fan right now. So, the, I think they're coming for a tank for 2024 already. It seems like because I I don't know. Chris Paul is way past his prime, I think, and I I don't think that's a hot take at all. And I don't think he can be a number one as a scorer because that's pretty much what he's got to be now in Washington.
2: Yeah, I mean, and on top of that, has absolutely no defense.
1: None. None anymore. He's done. He's Which,
2: I, I mean, it was fun. Uh, the Bucks experienced a player of that caliber with Monte Ellis. Oh, okay. Right? I, I, I mean, tell me what the difference is between Monte Ellis and Bradley Beal.
1: Uh, Beal might be a little better shooter, but just as good of a score. Yeah. But I'm saying like
2: whoopty fucking do It's It's barely, it's barely anything different.
1: That's a interesting take. I don't hate that take at all. That Monte Ellis, Bradley Beal, similar players. I, I think that it definitely will help them get a lot of betting favorites and it'll be probably a lot of people think the West will run through Phoenix Uh, and Denver and Denver.
2: I, I'm going to tell you right now, I would take the field in a heartbeat. Mm, okay. I don't know what the, the exact betting line is. I will take the field over Phoenix.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's the biggest name moved right now. Others. We were talking about this poor Zingus rumors right now he looks like he's going on the move they got a whole trade package they're setting up with boston and the clippers and the wizards where porzingis ends up in boston and malcolm brogdon ends up in la i would assume i really thought chris paul would be on the move in this deal but it doesn't sound like it right now they're gonna rock with him next year Uh, well we'll see i mean chris paul still has a lot of time to get moved i thought he got
2: released no, 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 no. They, they were going to use him as a trade piece. And I think Chris Paul still has some value to be traded. He's not completely dead. But is he anywhere near what he was two years ago?
1: Nah. All right. Well, other ones we saw. Oh, here it is. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Celtics trading for Przingis, Malcolm Brogdon going to the Clippers, Marcus Morris going to the Wizards. That's the headlines. Well, I, again, there, there's
2: definitely trade pieces involved. There's just no way there's
1: not. There, Well, picks and shit, I guess. But what's the value in getting a first round pick from Boston? Like, who fucking cares? They're going to be good. It, I would assume it's multiple. Yeah, well... Yeah. You think Boston now runs the East with Porzingis?
2: Boston runs runs the East with Porzingis. Sure. Sure. I mean they were running the East last last season.
1: Yeah, I guess. I, I I
2: Nah. I don't know. I'm not I'm not super like sold on that. There there's also no way that they're able to
1: retain all these players, right? Uh, I think Jalen Brown would be the one that gets kind of a shit end of the stick here too. And I think he would be nasty as a number one. I, I do think he can be a number one on a team. So Jalen Brown will probably get moved at some point, not this year, but after next year, probably. Um, yeah, that, that'll probably be the the guy that gets out of it. Cause they're not going to get rid of Tatum. I mean, he's, I think he signed. So, Tatum's there forever. Then Porzingis and Jalen Brown gets left out. I think because they haven't signed him.
2: Okay. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, does, does that do anything for you? Is is Porzingis going to be your missing piece?
1: Uh, I mean, he he is a. Solid offensive option. He, he is. Um, he Again, he did it on a shit team. Want to see what he does on a good team. But I, I think that a Robert Williams, Kristaps Porzingis front court with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum in the back court with Marcus Smart kind of thing seems a little scary. Yeah. That looks like a solid team. All right. I, I'll give you a, I'll give you some love for
2: it. Um, poor Zingas just hasn't been a guy in a while. Pretty, pretty much ever since he left New York, he hasn't been all that crazy mm. to me. Yeah. yeah that's that's just me.
1: I thought he was going to break the NBA when he was in New York. I did.
2: so. Yeah. Well, Jeremy Lin was going to break the NBA. Like, relax.
1: Best, best come up ever. Should we get to the draft? Do a little mock draft? Sure. I'm not going to... Predict the NBA draft because I just, first of all, don't fucking. I will. Victor Wimben Yep. That's all
2: you need to know. So. Yeah. Here I have Bleach Reports uh, final mock draft. I have ESPNs. Okay. So let's go. I say we just kind of go through and we chitty chat about uh, definitely the lottery. Mm -hmm. I mean, what? uh, Up to pick 15. Do you really need to go any. Like anywhere past that?
1: Uh, I'm just going to look. Do you even need to go past pick 10? Uh, We'll go to pick 15 for fun, I guess. But poops and giggles. Yeah, I don't see anyone really later on that. I'm like, oh, I want to talk about him. So sure, we'll do that. Okay, so obviously the most surefire pick in the entire draft. Everyone knows what it is. He's minus 20,000 odds in sporting books right now to be the number one overall pick. Victor Wimbenyama, he will be the first overall pick. He will. He will be the first overall pick. It is set in stone. There is no shot. It's anyone else. And I would bet $20,000 to
2: win $100. Yeah, I think
1: it's that I for mean, sure. I think it's
2: that, that for sure. It's that surefire of a fucking bet.
1: Yes, yes. There sure is... My- there's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind that he's gonna be the number one overall pick. If he's not, it would be the biggest botch pick ever. Like would it be the bi- Would it be a bigger botch
2: than Victor Wimbledon-Yama throwing out the first pitch at a New York Yankees game? No,
1: but did you see his fucking hand gripping the whole ball?
2: Like, yeah, that was terrifying. That's
1: like some weird shit, man. Like, hands aren't supposed to be like that. That you can just make a baseball disappear God, in it.
2: I'm, I'm not asking for this to happen I really am not but this is just spelling out to be one of those moments where Victor Wim and Yama just fucking blows and just bust territory
1: I don't know man it, it could also just be a LeBron I, I get it but how often does that
2: actually happen Anthony Davis I mean, that was a pretty sure... I thought you were about to say Anthony Bennett.
1: No, no. (laughs) Anthony Davis, that was pretty surefire number one at the time. Sure, but was Anthony... Has Anthony Davis lived
2: up to the hype that was Anthony Davis? He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, man. I I don't know. I, I guess it's it's easier slash Al- harder Alan iverson, slash easier in the nba
1: Allen iverson first overall kind of thing i mean it's a surefire he, he's going number one i think that he's going to be a stud everything points to it um he's gonna gain some weight you know that's gonna happen too he's a skinny Absolutely. he's a skinny fucker dude uh, he's but, going to San Antonio, so they'll give him like steak. Yeah. Uh, Nonstop steak. It's his size, it's his length, his skill. They say he's got really good instincts. Uh, you know, if you see him play, he can fucking dribble, dude. Like, he really is your created player that you max out the stats and max out the height, and you just do whatever the fuck you want in the video game. That's Victor Wembanyama. So I'm going to say. I would bet if my first, if, if get, here it is. If Victor Wembanyama's not the first overall pick, I'll name my firstborn son Victor. Okay? Uh,
2: you gotta have, like, an available woman to make this bet. Well, you don't know anything, so what's up? I uh, do. I know enough. Don't even give me that shit. You don't know. Uh, look, you get yourself a porn mustache. And now you're like, oh, I, what are you talking about? I got, I'm bringing home some women. I'm bringing home a woman for Christmas
1: this year. You just never met her. Her name is Marsha. Marsha. Yeah, that's, ooh, Marsha. I don't think there's anyone under the age of 48 named Marsha anymore. Tom,
2: I don't think there's anyone under the age of 48 that is legitimately rocking that mustache. Welcome. You're, welcome. you're not legitimately rocking it. You're, you're doing it in jest, in play.
1: Correct. Yes, and it looks yeah. fucking hot right now. That's right. why you got Marsha. Yeah, dude. I would rock Marsha's world. Number two is what ESPN... What does Bleacher Report have for number two? Number two's got Brandon Miller. Yes, that is what ESPN has as well, too. Um, personally... I know why. Charlotte goes Brandon Miller. Number two, Brandon Miller's solid player. It sure seems like a three-player draft in the beginning, in my opinion right now, just for the surefires or whatnot. Um, They have LaMelo Ball, so Scoot Henderson doesn't really make much sense. So they go Brandon Miller, get a forward. Uh, I think that it was hilarious. Did you see Brandon Miller's GOAT conversation today? Yeah, uh, Paul George um okay like totally out of pocket like it, it, the Paul George as your goat makes absolutely zero sense zero you you forget he's like 12 well he's 20 um so cool give me your favorite player that's fine that's different than goat's he can't be your goat. If he's never won an MVP, he's never won a championship. So where's, where's this goat coming from? That's absolutely. Now we're just throwing around the term goat like anything and that's disrespectful. So I'm going mean, to say, haven't we always, uh, not to the extent of like fucking Paul George is the goat, right?
2: Paul George was one hell of a two way player. That's about all he got.
1: Yeah. And then he broke his leg and then he was pretty much not as good.
2: Yeah. And he hasn't lived up to anything since.
1: Well, his thunder year was pretty good. He had that one year on the thunder. He was fucking awesome. And then they traded him away.
2: I wouldn't even go that far.
1: Uh, he was like third in the MVP voting that year. Bullshit. I'm looking it up right now. Don't worry. You're going to be wrong. I don't
2: believe that at all.
1: Okay. When you're wrong, what do you want to owe me? One million or $2 million? Because it's going to be pretty sad for you when you have to go and pay me $1 billion. Okay. So his first year, his first year, second year.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. you said the one year with the Thunder.
1: Okay. He actually had two years with them. So
2: yeah. So you're already fucking wrong.
1: Okay. You're great job. Foolish. He averaged his last year with the Thunder is what I meant to say. 28 points a game. Okay. Okay. Led the NBA in steals 2.2. Sure. 8.2 rebounds, 4.1 assists. Third. You've left off a very
2: important thing. What, his shooting percentage? No, his his actual percentage of the MVP votes.
1: Oh, okay. Let me just double check that. Because I have to look up the year now, just so I can say it right. 2019 NBA MVP voting. When I go to it, 2018-19, Paul George was third in those votes. Giannis won it. James Harden got second. Paul George didn't get a single first place vote, but he was third.
2: Oh, well, oh, God, get first place. Get, you're, you're missing the first place. Folks.
1: Get fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> Absolutely. Sc- <laughs> he wasn't even close. He beat Jokic by a shit ton. And then he wasn't even close to James Harden for a second. But, hey, he shot 40, 43, 38, 84. I mean, fucking was awesome, dude. And he was a stud out in OKC. So I get it. Paul George used to be legit. But anyway, this is the NBA draft. Shit. I think Brandon Miller going number two makes sense. I don't think he's the second best player in the draft. That's where I think. No, that'd be Scoot. That would be Scoot. Yes. Yeah. Scoot Henderson. Uh, he's younger. He's a year younger than Brandon Miller. Seems like Portland will take whoever doesn't go, which seems like it's going to be Scoot Henderson now. Um, there's This is a definite trade situation. I think as well. They could trade. I don't know who that candidate would be to go here, but it seems like there's rumors that that pick could go. I know they were talking about Porzingis, and I was like, wow, that would be such an overpay for Christoph Porzingis, the third overall pick. But who knows? Maybe some other big name could get moved on draft day for this third overall pick. If not, I think it's all with- Zion. No no. Um, Zion's been in talk there, dude. There's way more porn stars in new Orleans than there is in Portland. Ooh.
2: Yeah. You're not wrong.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to say scoot Henderson third and that's what NBA, uh, ESPN rather and, uh, bleacher port both have number four. What do you got? I've got uh amen Thompson. Amen. Yes. Uh, on this draft, actually, just. I'm, in, I'm in Thompson. On this draft, actually, it has the Thompson twins going four and five. Does it have that for the bleacher report? It does not. Ooh, okay. So there's our first differentiation. In
2: fact, uh, yeah, you're, you're not going to see a, a, a
1: Thompson for a while. Mm, interesting. Okay. Uh, the Thompson twins, I mean, I think it's going to be pretty cool when they both get to go. If they both go back to back, that would be sick, I think, also um they were the overtime elite boys and they it seems like Amen Thompson is pretty much locked in at 4 right now. It's, they like his upside, super athletic. He's a point guard, so he's got good vision. Uh the Thompson Twins. I love this overtime elite league getting some hype too because i we've seen the G league previously get some guys drafted. Now it's overtime doing it as well. Obviously all the Europeans in different leagues that don't go there. I, I think that it's good to have a plethora of outlets. Cause I'm sure they caught a bag to go play in this overtime elite league. Right. They, I mean, they, oh, had, yeah. they had to make just a shit ton of money. I don't know I what mean, it was. Realistically
2: but... three out of the first four picks are some type of, minor league uh yeah 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 i mean victor wimbanyama i know he's metropolitans 92. I, like i said that's a minor league to me okay Now you know then you got uh scoot henderson and uh a thompson like th- those are all those are all um like minor league teams
1: or minor league spots. Yeah. It just is a different outlet to go to. And I think that with those, like the G league, we've seen a lot of solid players come out of it now because they're playing with pretty talented guys that have played college basketball and have a little more seasoning on them. And they're playing against maybe better competition or more physical competition, if you would, at that point. So you know, look at Marjan Bochamp last year. I think everyone thought he exceeded expectations as a rookie coming out of that G League. Jalen Green, also pretty solid fucking option as well to have came out of that. Scoot Henderson looks great. Why not this overtime elite league? Try to do something with that as well, too. And the Thompson twins are my four and five. Who do they have going five in your Bleacher Report? Can I guess? Jairus Walker. Oh, not who I would have thought. Houston. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's um, he's probably going to be anywhere into that five to nine spot. Uh, this is where it gets a little more, you know, confusing. He's a big fucking dude. He's six eight, two fifty, but he's also got a seven foot two wingspan. So they love that about him. Long can play defense. Another young guy. He's only nineteen. Versatile. I I think that if. I'm Detroit though. Maybe there's other options I'd go with. It's, it is though kind of, they mentioned, they mentioned in here that, uh, Asar Thompson
2: could be, uh, could be a great fit for Detroit, but the thing that they're seeing more than anything or predicting is trading out for a quality NBA starter.
1: Ooh. Okay. So now we got to think of who wants to go fucking play in Detroit. That's an interesting one. Um, Uh, I I look, I don't know. There's a, that's a young team
2: that's, um, not particularly great.
1: No, no, but they're very young and now they got Monty Williams there who seems like he's a guy who could draw an NBA starter. Yeah. Instead of having to develop a guy. So I, I think that it's all definitely in play. I Detroit's not going to get a guy in this draft. That's going to be revolutionary and change their entire franchise. I just don't think that happens with the number five pick. I I think the top three more intriguing, but top five, I don't know if there's that guy in the draft right now. Number six, Orlando has Anthony black out of Arkansas. They've got a, that is also what I have. They got a couple guys out of Arkansas that are going to go in this first round. Uh, with the likes of Nick Smith also being in there too, I think uh, he fits the mold right now. I'm really surprised that Cam Whitmore falls this far. I don't think he's going to fall this far in the draft day on this roster or depth chart, whatever the fuck it is. Mock draft and rankings. Yeah. Rankings. So I, while I think Anthony black, he was really solid at Arkansas. He's got a good jumper. That's what you want in the NBA. Now you need a guy with a jumper. And he can play that point guard role that they really don't have yet in Orlando. You know, Cole Anthony, I don't really think is it. They don't really want him. Markel faults. I don't think is it. So take a shot on a point guard, Anthony black Arkansas. I think that's where they settle on right there.
2: Yeah. uh, I, I don't, I don't know the NBA draft quite as well as you do. Um, In fact, at all. I think this is something that's more up your your end of things. You end uh, always do a good, damn good job following college basketball mm. as I struggle to remember who people are. Yeah. Number 7 is Taylor Hendricks out of UCF for me.
1: Ooh, okay.
2: To the Pacers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, see this is where it all starts to melt together it, 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 it this is where it always is in the nba draft i think too like people really never know who the fuck's gonna go after this point right here i could see you know like grady dick even making it up to this point what a fucking name yeah let's
2: um, say 10 that's a 10 for a name
1: should i get you a dick jersey
2: uh, a big dick jersey. Okay, place. yeah, large. So Our, make it make it like two X,
1: two X dick jersey. Okay, nice. Yeah, I can do that. Um, number sixty nine. Oh, dude, could you it's imagine? Only, could you can't imagine? do that?
2: They probably wouldn't let him. No, but Rodman did that, or attempted to. Be number sixty nine. Yeah, is it really number? So he ended up. He's ended up going for for to ninety one. No, I want to say 68 The NBA or won't, 70.
1: The NBA won't let you be number 69. Nope. That's stupid. That's a stupid rule. In fact, I want to say there are,
2: there are only... I don't think any player in the NBA is number 69. I want to say there's only like three players in the NFL. One being David Bakhtiari.
1: Hmm. NBA players at wear number sixty nine, out of all the numbers that have been worn by NBA, oh Dennis Rodman went to seventy. By the way, seventy. Oh, I okay. went the wrong way. God damn it! Um, the number sixty nine hasn't been worn by anyone in the league in the history of the NBA. There you go. Wow, it's banned. It's literally banned. There you go. Wow, that uh, that's so stupid. I hate that now. Now I hate the NBA. Um, Okay. Well, I have Jarris Walker falling to seven, so he's not going. And uh, the number eight pick I have for Washington is Cam Whitmore. I think out of Villanova, that's about the best-case scenario Washington can ask for at the eighth pick. I think Whitmore is... He's young. He's only 18. He's one of the younger guys in the draft. He is... A big body again. He is six foot nine inches tall. Nice. Nice. And um, he definitely could move around, get a little more playing time now that the team's pretty much selling off everyone. And I think he's a solid player. So he's definitely the guy from Villanova, led the team, was one of the best players in the Big East. I would say Whitmore at Washington makes a lot of sense. Who do you got at eight and nine? Uh,
2: eight, nine is i Thompson
1: and cam Whitmore.
2: So they're projecting a much bigger fall on those guys. I tend to agree with you though. I, 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 I have heard the Thompson twins names be dropped a lot. Uh, I have heard cam Whitmore's names be dropped a lot or name be dropped a lot. I don't know how they dropped that far. Um, I feel like it's all about name value and those guys just, you don't, you don't see massive drops in the NBA. You know what I mean? I think not not the NBA draft, it's not like a, a Johnny Manziel moment or Brady Quinn moment.
1: I I think Cam Whitmore could go as high as four in this draft. I, I think Houston could take Whitmore and I would not be surprised at all. Do I think Eamon Thompson's the better pick? Yes, but I could see Whitmore going anywhere from four to seven. I, I think him falling past that, it's like, whoa, I didn't think Cam Whitmore would fall that far. So that's why I say it would be a huge W for Washington if they land on him. Taylor Hendricks is who I have at nine. Um, so go to 10. They got Derek Lively the second going to Dallas. Another one that I think, I don't know, I... I think I would see Grady Dick go in the top 10. I'm not just for his name value, but I think he's probably going to be a top 10 player. They have Met 11 going to Orlando right here. That's what I have too.
2: My my number 10 is uh, Bilal Kool, Bali.
1: Yeah. Sure.
2: I can't. Yeah, I can't say I think he's the youngest guy Bilal. in the draft.
1: I think he's the youngest guy in the draft. Teammates with Wemby right now, too, with the Metropolitan. So that's pretty sick. I know that team was probably fucking and, awesome. Uh,
2: Derek Derek Lively going 12 to OKC.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I have Bilal at 12 uh, as well. So it's all in the same range here. Um, I think Lively going top 10 would be probably a stretch. I think he'll probably end up going... Uh, probably in that 12 to 15 range, probably more so. Um, and then I talked about Grady Dick. He was a solid player on Kansas this year. I, I will, I think he will go higher. As for Bilal, this is one I really don't know too much about. Um, I think that he can thank Victor Wembanyama for some of the exposure. That's probably what got to him. So Bilal going in the top 12, it's probably because they were all watching Wemby, and then they're like, "Holy shit, this guy's not bad either." Plus, he's young. So, you're welcome. Yeah, I think that that's really what it comes down to. Round it out, thirteen through fifteen. I have Kobe Buffkin, Michigan. Me too. Jordan Hawkins, Pelicans, Yukon, and Jalen Hood-Shafino. Uh, fifteen to the Hawks. Who I will say, Hood-Shafino. I would totally take him a chance on him. He was a stud at Indiana this year. Just fucking cooked the Big Ten. Not that the Big Ten is the basketball conference, but still, he was pretty fucking good. I would not be mad if a team landed on him because he, he did look pretty good. Great shooter. A lot of, uh, you know, potential that goes with him when you get someone. We talked about it. Top 15 picks, really all that fucking matters. Uh, yeah, Buffkin,
2: 13. I got Jalen Hood, Shafino at 14, and Kaysen Wallace at 15.
1: Mm, so let me just go look and see where they have Kaysen Wallace. They have him going 18 on mine. So, And Jordan Hawkins is a 16 on mine. Okay. So, yeah, they're all writing the same thing. Jet Howard, I'm pretty sure that's uh, Juwan Howard's kid, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 17th overall, just to name another name here too. So could see good for him. All these guys make an appearance. Just want to go to the second round and see if maybe any Marquette or Badgers. Um, no. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not looking great. Um, uh, I will say this in the second round, someone is going to get E Bates and, it's gonna be worth it. I he's had a lot of problems. He is a there's a pill for that. Well, he um <laughs> he's gotten to some legal problems, had some trouble when he was at I think Michigan State, and then he ended up go to like Eastern Michigan because he transferred or something like that. He's a stud. He was a number one recruit in his class when he was coming out. I, if I had a second round pick. I'd take a shot. At any money baits? It has him all the way down at 52 right now. Where is he on your list?
2: Uh, Does it go I'm past sorry. that?
1: God, I have to look for this guy now? Yeah. Let's see if you can see him in the second round. Phoenix uh, gets him at
2: 52. Uh. uh nope. That's not it. I mean... God damn it. I just think he's good. I, I know, but now I'm like now I have to like comb through shit.
1: Just control yeah. control F that bitch. You always say control F. Yeah. You could. Right now. It'll be good. Okay, it's uh, over. It's over. He's not going anywhere. He's getting undrafted on Bleacher Report. It's cool. Okay yeah it's the nba draft yeah. so we'll just get rid of it because dave is incapable of working a computer it's fine. Uh,
2: no uh tom he's not drafted at all oh on here, that's false so.
1: that's stupid that's stupid if you don't if you don't take a chance on any money baits and with a second round pick don't put a first round pick on him sure second round pick come on come on you're just telling you what I'm seeing. That's false. Bleacher report. Invalid. Done right there, which we've done already (laughs) before. So, uh, that's a lot of NBA. We talked a lot of basketball there and I don't know. I'm just not really, this uh, is the last week of that Thomas. Yeah, I know. We're going to be fucked. (laughs) We're going to be so fucked. Well, we can talk about who got picked at least next week. So Yay. What was the next thing we were doing? Uh, a little bit of MLB. Baseball. So what's the title of this so I can pull this fucking article up here? Don't worry. I got it. The MLB player
2: poll of 2023 on, from The Athletic. So, yeah, they they did another one of their player polls. We did one not too long ago with the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the MLB version. Nice. So, uh, I figured we got to go through the questions and, uh, you know, enjoy. I would love to. All right. So, hold on, because now the Athletic just logged me out. So, I have to log back in like an asshole. Great. So, the first thing that got brought up, if you were a starting team today, who is the first player you would sign?
1: Um... I think this is a consensus Shohei Otani, no? 45.6%. That's
2: it. It's not even close. Uh, number two is Aaron Judge Ooh. with 14.5%.
1: I would not take Aaron Judge over Shohei Otani. No. Okay. Uh,
2: Aaron Judge, Ronald Acuna at number three with 97 Okay, all right. And number four, do you want to take a wild stab?
1: Spencer Strider. Wrong. Uh, I'll
2: give you a hint. A L East
1: Raphael Devers.
2: I'll give you another hint. A position of squatting. Oh, Adley Rutschman. Adley Rutschman is number f- uh, four. With five point eight percent, interesting. I, I get it, dude is killing it right now. Yeah, yeah, and he's a fucking stud. I mean, he
1: is—he is borderline elite player. Uh, you might be the best catcher in the MLB in his like first full year. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, it's it's getting pretty nuts with him. and I think Baltimore is feeling it. Yeah,
1: but, yeah. Um, I, I still am pretty shocked that that's going to be your first player. Catcher is probably a hard position to find. So I guess people were, you know, thinking of that. So, sure. But Shohei that literally was one of the things I was mentioned. On
2: Rutschman,
1: R- R- catcher is the hardest position to find someone good. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I mean, Shohei Otani is obviously number one. He takes up two roster spots. All right. Next question. Which team do you think
2: Shohei will be playing for next season? Dodgers is number one. Again, not even close. Fifty-seven point two. Number two, the Angels at eleven point four. So Ooh. good.
1: I I would say, what well, what's next? The Mets third, Padres seven point two. Interesting. Not going to leave California. You know, in the most you know nice way possible. they he's he's going to go. Staying in California makes sense, too, because of the heavy Asian influence out there. So I guess I didn't even think of it like that until now. Going to the East Coast might be a little different. L.A., L.A., and San Diego. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. This is a fun question. What is the best potential expansion city? Ooh, okay. I think you would have a different answer than I would. Uh, you you do? Yes. Okay. So.
2: Expand- I'm going to tell you right now, if you're thinking Las Vegas, it's not on here. So I would assume that means they know that Well, it's like it's Oakland's.
1: Right. To lose. And that's not an expansion. That's a relocation. So yes. expansion team. I'll just say my number one, but I do have a 1A as well. Nashville. Nashville,
2: number one at sixty-nine percent. Nice,
1: dude. Yes.
2: Nice. And number two, Charlotte. That is number
1: three at five percent. Okay, so who would they put then in between that? Nashville, then is it a Texas somewhere or Number
2: Four is Austin at five percent as well
1: okay so number two what am i missing salt lake salt lake is number uh seven
2: at two percent
1: okay portland
2: let me get portland is number five at four percent
1: what the fuck
2: um <laughs> you want me to give you no no. You're not going to get. You're not going to get these next two. Canada. Yeah, so number number 6 is Vancouver okay, at would, 2%. Okay. And number 2 at 10% a uh, no stranger. Oh, Montreal. Yeah, Montreal. Um sure. No, I, I would not think Montreal number two.
1: No, Charlotte should get one before Montreal. That's facts. You know, how big baseball is with in fucking North Carolina, dude, like between UNC Duke and NC state, like they get shit ton popping over there. Clemson's got a great team in the Carolinas too. I think Nashville uh, has to be the first one. I, well, and we've agreed to that. We both, I've said Nashville as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, I also think Indy should be looked. Ooh, like that. Like Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. Another Midwest city is, is probably needed. Um, that's just me, but, uh, keep it moving. Let's see. Are the new rules good for the game? Yes. Score each on a scale of one to five. Okay. So Banning the shift. Oh, that sucks. Uh, well, the players
1: are gonna like that, but I hate it.
2: Yeah, they are. Uh, they're kind of in the middle. I would have. Wait, because uh, look, look at how they. What, okay, median, average, median, and mode is how they listed it. So on the shift ban, the average score was three point nine percent.
1: So, they're they're okay with it. I would have thought... The, yeah, I would think the players would like it more than I do. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yes. Okay, yes. But, more often than not, players were
2: okay with the shift ban. Sure. So, again, I had to be... I had to read this weird... Well, and they
1: also you know. work around it. You know, they have a guy playing pretty much behind second base, but just shaded over, and then another guy all the way over. So, they've definitely found some workarounds which I'm also happy about cuz the shift like just, you know, fucking hit the ball the other way, dude. Like- here's some
2: here's some quotes from players. Uh teams still shift anyways. I hate the shift rule. You see more athleticism. Obviously, as a pitcher, you're going you're giving up more hits. Uh and It's more true to the game. That's just a big L. Also, if I was a left-handed hitter, I'd probably care more.
1: (laughs) 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 That's 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 straight up honesty, right there. That's a good quote. Yeah, I like that one. Okay. All right. Bigger bases. Where do you think it falls on the average? Uh, I'm gonna say they like that. I'm gonna say that's about the same as the shift. 3.7. 3.7. Yeah, see, that's pretty close. So, yeah, I would go. Gu- I guess I don't know what the complaint would be about the bigger bases, though, to be fair. Like, what's like catchers don't like it?
2: Uh, bigger basage. Here are some of the things for safety reasons. As a first baseman, I like it. Anything to keep us safer is great. Uh, there's this one, that one is kind of worthless. I just think it has such minimal impact then it's not good or bad.
1: Well, it definitely uh, doesn't have minimal impact because stolen base numbers are fucking through the roof now. So, and which
2: is another one, too many stolen bases. The game has changed too much.
1: No, so, no, that's a hot take. So I, I think we like more stolen bases was well, stolen bases are very fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I, I agree. So no. Yeah. I like them. I like it. And the, and the last one
2: on the pitch clock.
1: Is that one gonna be the lowest or the highest? It's one of the two. That's the highest. Three point seven as well. Okay, all right. Well, Uh, it's
2: it's too fast, and the operators are different. When we're on the road, I always
1: feel like I have less time. So I have heard that with Philadelphia has been a culprit of this where road teams feel like their pitch clock is faster and they have less time. I do think that these should not be team employees. These should be league employees. And they do need to have continuity to it when you either get the ball or step on the mound, whatever the fuck it is. Definitely need more consistency with the pitch clock. But I think that the fans would all say it's one of the most impactful rules in the game's history now. And here's another quote that I think kind of sums it up.
2: Uh, everybody runs the clock differently. Some teams run it fast. Some teams run it slow. Some teams soon as the out happens, the 32nd clock starts. Some teams wait for the ball to get back to the infield before the clock starts. It's got its pros and cons, but overall I think it's good. It shortens the games. It's saving our bodies and it's saving time. So I think that's a great quote There's a lot to that. At the same point, like you said, continuity, Mm -hmm. we need to figure out how the fuck we want to run that. What are the rules of the pitch clock? Which way I would assume by the start of next season that gets ironed out. Sure. Like when does the pitch clock start?
1: Sorry, I was taking a yawn there. Just so oh yeah, to, you froze on me. So. No, no, I was there. Um, I definitely think that the pitch clock is the best rule implemented in baseball history.
2: Well, uh, speaking of, should the pitch clock rule be different
1: in the postseason? Yes or no? So I do think that maybe eliminating it in the ninth inning makes sense. Just the ninth inning. I know the postseason gets a lot of high pressure situations. It's going to draw eyes no matter what. I'm all for closers being able to do whatever the fuck they want. I think that everyone will be adjusted to it by then, so it really won't matter. But I I wouldn't, if I were going to perfect it, sure, take the pitch clock out of the ninth inning. Let's have all those tense moments.
2: Well, the bigger thing now is uh, a lot of them are suggesting, first of all, 60.7% uh, said yes. Ooh. Yeah, so a fair amount of people want it changed. And they're not asking for too much. They're saying instead of 15, going to 20 seconds.
1: With people on, or with no one on base? I would assume, yeah. Yeah, so I can get down with that. Yeah, 20 seconds is fine. You know, give them five more fucking seconds. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah,
2: and and they're keeping it open. I know uh, Rob Manfred is definitely going to change shit up. Um, I'm not su- pl- surprised this is the first season they're testing it and it's going to be different than the minor leagues because let's just be real minor league players are not professional players well they're not, not, in, the, not in the same vein you know what I mean as far yes. as talented all that is concerned
1: consistency most of it so yeah um, yeah yeah I, I would be down with them to give five more seconds in the postseason sure all right here's one that's kind of boring but kind of
2: interesting How often are labor issues being discussed in clubhouses? Mm. We have more than usual, the same, less than usual.
1: Well, I think the players probably in baseball hate Bob Manfred more than any of the players hate any other commissioner. Yes? I don't know. Other than the golfers and Jim monahan whatever the fuck his name is. Is he a Hawaiian now? Yeah. Manoa Hoenn. Good Lord.
2: Uh, Well, let me just, let me just tell you right now, more than usual, 7.4%. Okay. Less than usual, 32.9, the same 59.5.
1: Oh, okay. So it really hasn't changed much. I don't know
2: exactly how that means. Like, what does that mean? If that's a good or a bad thing? Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of quotes and all that shit. I don't want to get into because, you know, it's labor disputes. It's kind of boring. But, uh, yeah, I I mean, that's that's either a good thing or a bad thing uh, when it comes to baseball because, you know, baseball can be so fickle. Another strike-shortened season, here we come.
1: Yeah, they'll figure it out. They always do. They figure it out.
2: Player's cave. That's what happens every time. Player's cave. That's uh, That was all the questions. I thought it was going to be a little bit more, but, um, you know, I, I still think it's a, a fun article when they do these player polls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be... Uh, oh, shit. I accidentally opened up the wrong thing on here. Okay, we're good. Um, it's going to be interesting how these old new rules... Develop uh, over How these
2: old new rules?
1: I I don't think I said old. I said something else. I made a noise like all. So, um, I I was trying to say all, and then I was like, eh, that's not really the word I was looking for, and then I right. ended up saying all. Um, anyway, they're they're obviously perceived pretty well by the public, I think, and the fan and the viewer, especially the television viewer. I think that those are absolutely killing it right now. I've yet to be to a game in person at Miller Park. I went to Target Field once this year, and it flew by, and I was like, holy shit, we got to like leave now. So it was definitely eye-opening. But in the way to grow the game, it is, well, let's get more people watching. It's definitely working. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. Should we get to some Twitter haters? Yeah, let's go. All right, let me move over the board here just to uh, make sure that we get the right stuff going here. All right, um, Dave, have you seen this Titanic ship that has gone around and had a bunch of billionaires on it and now has gone missing on Twitter? It's kind of taking over the internet? Yeah, a little bit. So basically... What it is, is they have a submarine filled with four people. It's actually a terrifying situation. They are trapped. They are lost in the ocean. Uh, They are running out of time to find them. And it is really exploding on Twitter with how they're going to either find them or if they're going to find them and whatnot. So anyway, um, the stepson... Of one of the British billionaires who is trapped in the submarine. His name is Brian. His Twitter ad is at audio guy one eight two real cool. Uh, uh, yesterday made a post on Twitter that just said, ladies, I'm single. <laughs> like while, Good Lord. like while his stepfather is, Trapped in a submarine, losing oxygen, and possibly not going to be found. And he's just like banking on you know what? I'm about to get this fat ass inheritance if this guy isn't found. So, audio Yay. guy 182, <laughs> uh, you get a solid uh, this for this week. This bitch. Not sports related, but definitely a Twitter hitter.
3: I'll
2: give you that. I'll give you that. I do have a sports-related one. Uh, This past weekend, the Oakland-slash-Las-Vegas Athletics played uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. Mm -hmm. And the Oakland A's uh, put out a tweet That said, got to get down on Friday, P-H-R-I-D-A-Y. And then put, uh, quote, Rebecca Black's cousin who's from Philly. So, So already a super dated, cringy, terrible tweet. Yes. Rebecca Black then retweeted and said, I don't have a cousin from Philly. Sell the team. This bitch. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: That's, that's a level ten roast right oh, there. Oh God. That's, um, that's so fucking cringy.
1: Holy shit. That's awful. <laughs> um, yeah, that's rough. Dave, I might sneak in one more Twitter hitter cause I have a God- lot. God
2: Damn it.
1: I just have a lot of quick hits. Otherwise, I'm going to put it in Twitter hitters. So the I am currently in the Northwoods League right now. The Bismarck Larks. Did you see their new alternate jerseys? Absolutely not. You didn't see that they're going to be the Missouri River motor boaters for a game. Level 10. Um,
2: They have if you a- don't bring me this fucking jersey home. You're. A disappointment. You okay. know that, right? So
1: I'm going to send you this on Twitter just so you can see um, a baseline of their merch line. Click on something online. Let me know if you want it. But I just sent you the tweet. I already ordered myself a shirt, the pink shirt that on the back says Designated Motor Boater on it. Um, as well as there are plenty of other shirts that have great logos, there's tank tops. That's a big boat energy. Um, their hats are fire. The color scheme is fire. It is not going to get a this bitch from me, but it definitely deserves a Glorious. for everything. Hey, have you are you looking at it? Peeping it? I'm trying to bring it up. It hasn't. Oh, here it is. I got it. I got it. It's
2: uh OK. I'm opening it up. It's it's big. Very
1: slow. OK, OK. <laughs> The,
2: I got it. I got it. So I'll, I'll look it up though.
1: Um, I just want you to know that those are fire. They're absolutely fire.
2: And Oh yeah. I'm seeing it. Uh, I mean, those hats definitely are fire. The
1: blue and pink. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get, now here's the other catcher, Dave. They are playing this in these uniforms for one game this year. It's kind of a thing. They did over a hundred thousand dollars in five hour in 24 hours on merchandise. Um, Classic. Yeah. Classic. I have no idea how the league approved this. Absolutely none. So that's my other Twitter hitter. Let's get to quick hits. Um, quick hits. I, I feel like we should have a thoughts and prayers, bro. Why are the, why is the fucking Jersey
2: $125? Yeah. Though? That's why I got a shirt. Just got a shirt though. Yeah. God, that's a fire
1: ass Jersey, but I don't want that much. Yeah. Um, we should have like a thoughts and prayers segment in quick hits. Maybe, um, like a, you know, like a farewell on PTI, how they did it or whatever, and they would be like, on this day, or blah, 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 blah. Well, thoughts and prayers, DUIs right now. Bob Huggins, God. he he got a DUI, was arrested in Columbus. He's now resigning from West Virginia's basketball coaching job. He blew a point two one, had beer cans all over his car, and he thought he was in Columbus actually when he got to the UI in Pittsburgh. So I read that which wrong. would
2: have made it okay.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a tough uh, one.
2: I will jump off of that if you don't mind.
1: Oh, I, I think I know where you're going. Is this a team one?
2: It, it's not only that, but it's a pirate. It's a Pittsburgh one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh the Pittsburgh pirates bus driver, was also stopped from Chicago to Milwaukee yep. and charged with a DUI. What in the flying fuck? I, I mean, uh, 61-year-old Ron, Ronald Finderberg of Shelby, North Carolina, displayed multiple signs of impairment and was arrested after a trooper requested an ambulance out of concern for a medical emergency
1: what yeah uh that's nuts yeah so there was a it was a tough week for DUIs that was crazy I as well had that one in there I was gonna lump them together but yeah I was you caught it oh my bad no you caught it that's fine that's cool I just wanted to make sure that we were getting all this attention out here because yikes yikes tough uh tough look there to catch uh those DUIs
2: Yeah, and and then Pirates Senior VP of Communications, Brian Warecki, commented on this. We are deeply concerned regarding what transpired, transpired last night. The important thing is, though, all of our team arrived in Milwaukee safely. Not, you know, everyone got out safely. Just our team. Get fucked.
1: Well, you know... Kind of surprised you didn't get the DUI in Milwaukee also. You know, and, you well, know, that's because it never would have happened. Yeah, you know that. that's fair enough, too. Um, how about this one? Father's Day. Uh, Charlie Culberson, um, he was designated for assignment on Father's Day, and his dad was scheduled to throw out the first pitch on Father's Day to him. And instead, they then went with Michael Harris, this, uh, the second's dad. And Michael Harris caught it out instead. So Charlie Culberson could not get the dad to throw out his first pitch. Uh, Yikes. Tough look. Tough look there for them. Uh, And then my final one, I guess, Dave, Milwaukee Pro Soccer. You see this? Let's go! We are getting a soccer team here, not an MLS team. Um but the names are down. Here's the names that they got the final 16. Wales, Wales, Wales. The Milwaukee Hogs. The no. M- the Milwaukee Tall Boys.
2: Ooh, I don't hate it.
1: Milwaukee Barons. Mm, nah. 1846 Milwaukee. Ooh, I don't. I,
2: is it weird that I don't hate that? Fresh Coast. No. Old Milwaukee. I kind of like it. Lake
1: (laughs) effect. Uh, No. Cream City. I'm down. Milwaukee Industrial.
2: No, that's fucking garbage. 414. No,
1: garbage. Milwaukee Iron. Garbage. Goodland United. I don't hate it. Milwaukee Foundry. Okay. Bruce City. No. Milwaukee Brigade. Eh. And then four one four was the other one. Yeah, you you said that already. That's garbage. Um so I'm impar I'm partial to the tall boys. I think that's a good name. Um I that one will not get picked no. because it's boys. Correct. It's not inclusive. Um 1846 Milwaukee. I'd also don't hate.
2: Yeah, I don't hate that one. I also like, uh, was that Goodland United? I like that. Yep. Um, I I would be, I'd be more in favor if they were Goodland FC.
1: mm, Hmm.
2: Okay. That's got a good ring to it. Sure. Sure. I can get down with that. Uh, If they were cream city United though, that's fire. Cream city FC. No, Cream City United.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. The Hogs is stupid too. I don't get that. Like for Harley's?
2: I, I guess. Yeah,
1: not a fan. So I
2: wrote an impassioned letter as to why Wales was a fantastic suggestion and they did not take it.
1: Mm. <laughs> so I
2: wanted the Milwaukee Whales.
1: We are we are down to our last 16. I don't know when that ends, but hey. That's my quick hits.
2: Fantastic. Ah, God damn it. Fantastic, Tom. Hold on. I'm dying, so I'm trying to not Okay, I'll do die. one more
1: quick one right here. Uh, the no, new, I was... Okay. The new Lion's Helmets are fire, too, if you didn't see those. Did you see the new Lion's Helmets? But fuck you. I sent it to you. Did you? Yes. I po- I fucking sent that to you immediately. No, you did like- not. Yes, I did. Where? Oh, you sent me a Snapchat message. That's right. Yeah, yes. fuck you, motherfucker. You didn't send me the picture or anything, so. Yes, I did. Okay, maybe you did, but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lions helmets are fire. Go.
2: Okay, I have a couple of uh quick kits. I already gave you the one. Um, first, Tom, this is one that I'm, I- I'm surprised I didn't hear about this. Did you know that, uh, first of all, I'm going to preface as well. This is an older story because uh, I believe it was fixed, but I just found this, found out this week. Did you know that Bo Jackson has been battling
1: hiccups for an entire year? Yeah, I'm going to go out and say this, Dave. Would you rather dislocate your hip or have the hiccups for a year? Uh, like, w- Like, I think this is the worst injury you can ever have. I, I
2: I'm surprised that I just found out about this. Oh yeah. So yeah. I I apologize because it's kind of old news because I he did an, undergo surgery in on like in May yeah. end of May.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it got fixed, but I'm gonna go out and say hiccups for a year. That fucking sounds like it's awful.
2: Yeah. This was due to something um, that like. You don't just get hiccup, hiccups and keep hiccups. That's like an underlying I- issue that the doctors apparently just cannot find out yeah. about. That's insane. And especially with a dude like Bo, I mean, Bo's kind of a lovable figure, right?
1: Yeah. Him and him and Dion also going through some issues too. Now might lose a foot. So that's a crazy shit as well with that. So...
2: Yeah, that's that's just absolutely nuts, um, uh, Tom. I, another thing that I that we did not mention, Michael Jordan is done as the owner of the Charlotte Hornets. He is, and with that, the only black majority owner in the NBA, NFL, or MLB is gone. Mm-hmm. Happy Juneteenth, everyone.
1: Zero finals appearance. Zero conference finals appearance. Zero zero semifinals appearance. Zero first round series wins. And drafted Kemba Walker. That was that was the resume that people gave out on Twitter. So, uh,
2: uh, look, yeah. I, I'm just saying, I uh, for as horrible of an an owner, an executive, whatever, as he was, because we agreed that he was definitely in the top bottom five across the board. Sure. Um, I think it's, I think it's still uh, a big, bigger issue that he's the only uh, minority owner. Yeah, I agree. Or I should say black majority owner.
1: I agree. Yes. But he also is making out with like multi billions of dollars. So I'm sure he's totally content with it too. So it's a it's definitely um alarming in a way. I don't know if it's necessarily it, it, it's an issue, I guess too. so there there's definitely some things to think about with it, but I don't think Jordan is like I don't think Jordan cared about being you know in that position well of course Jordan didn't because he's a dick.
2: there you go. All right, and uh, I did have w- uh, one more that uh, you know I want to go two because these ones are are fun. Well, I mean, one is fun. Stephen F. Austin. Do you know that they are a world-renowned
1: bowling college? Okay, so I saw the headline of this story and read nothing into it, but I know where you're going with this. And no, I did not know it was the bowling team. Yeah,
2: uh yeah, that's what they're known for, winning the national championship in twenty sixteen and twenty twenty one. Uh well, the assistant bowling coach Steve Lempke uh is in some hot water after he <laughs> he started to hook up with a player on the bowling team.
1: Yeah, it sounds like he had to split.
2: <laughs> you're too so funny. Uh, you don't get three, though. It's just one strike and you're out. Yeah. Because <laughs> the his wife is the head bowling coach.
1: Oh, shit. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I did not know. It- what?
2: Yes. Uh, so it also doesn't help that Steve, if I can call him Steve, is under even more hot water because he's justifying it. He's justifying everything
1: Oh god.
2: with a quote to the Daily Sentinel. There's not a law saying I'm going to go to jail for doing something like this. There's nothing in stone. I guess it's just an ethic code or something like we frown upon it, but there's no rule. There's no law broken.
1: Uh, yeah, like definitely <laughs> don't think there's not a rule like there's definitely a rule that's like you cannot do this. Um, yeah, that's got to be a, a lie. There's a rule. There's for sure a uh, rule. And let me get let me
2: give you a little bit more context. He was discovered when his wife uh, found the text from those mistress, from his mistress. Uh according to Steve, it was quote, it was just about how amazing I am, basically in a general perspective. Oh God. <laughs> like,
1: Steve. Stop. could, couldn't spare another compliment. That's for sure. Uh, uh
2: and ended up being quite a Turkey.
1: Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I, I mean, this is bad.
1: This is bad. I need a documentary. I need a 30 for 30 on this shit. Yeah. Like,
2: and again, he just, he just kept doubling down Yeah, and, and just, uh, I was a stay-at-home dad for five years with the kids while Amber got to go off and coach the team. And when she'd get back, I'd run practices on top of taking care of the kids while she was back. When they'd travel again, I would sit back and take care of the kids. Then, when I got hired on, she almost forced me to run practices. I was a volunteer the entire time before that, trying to help out Amber. Once I got hired on, one thing stemmed from another and I felt like I was doing too much for what I was being valued at. Ew. This dude,
1: scum. Yeah. Straight up scumbag. Yeah, not a good look. Not a good look. All right. Yeah, well,
2: that'll, that'll fuck. I thought I had one more, but I I won't say it because I think that was, that's a, a far better story than the other
1: yeah yeah bold strategy to cheat on someone who is on the same team you coach Who's your boss team you coach and then your boss is your wife yeah yeah that's crazy that's like bill no no it's just not it's just not the same <laughs> there's literally nothing like that that's crazy all right i think that's gonna wrap us up here a little bit longer again today we had more time i thought it was fun i had a good time So, and great stories at the end here. So if you guys like this episode, make sure you guys check us out wherever you get your podcasts That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Podbean. You can get it anywhere. Anywhere you get your podcasts, we're on it. Check us out there. If you don't want to download us though, you can always check us out on thechairshot.com.
2: You could say that uh, he was kicking wood. Peace every time we do it y'all we do
3: it with fire sports podcast down the wire every time we do